Holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and ever pining, till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. A thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices, for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. Fall on your knees, O oh, hear the angel voices, O oh, night divine, O oh, night when Christ was born. Christos Resdaitia, Slavitia Hall, Christ is born, let us glorify him. This is Father Basil Malovany again, doing another podcast. And I hope everyone out there listening is safe and warm uh, here in my area of Canada. We are having a interesting winter so far lots and lots of snow some very cold days but that is winter so not much we could do about it so today um near it's near the end of our christmas season uh this uh, less than a week to go uh that we celebrate christmas in our ukrainian catholic faith on february 2nd we will will be the official end of the Christmas season as we celebrate the presentation of the Lord in the temple. So today I just want to reflect a little bit about um, our, our world today and if we can continue to have that joyous spirit that Christmas has brought to us, the birth of Christ, how do we continue to celebrate Christmas every day of our lives, even when the Christmas tree is taken down, when all the decorations are put away, when all those uh, you know, Christmas ornaments are put away till next year? How do we celebrate that joy of Christ in our life? You know, um, and how do we remain joyful in this world of, you know, where COVID is, is causing so much fear, where there's so much uncertainty in our world today? 
you know, with uh, the politics and the world events happening around us, um, there's uh, so much unknown in our world today, you know. So I've, I've been watching some documentaries on Netflix and I, and all this to learn about the rest of the world, to learn how other people in the world live. And obviously we here in North America have a very privileged lifestyle. We have a very um, privileged way of life that people in the rest of the world uh, do not have, obviously. You know, and, and a few of the documentaries I was, I was watching was, one of them was about, um, you know, uh, bottled water. And you might think, well, what does bottled water have to do with anything? Well, you know, it's, it's such a interesting, um, time that we live in this world where water, one of the, you know, precious resources we have in this world is, you know, bottled and sold by these multi-million or billion-dollar corporations and sold to people of the world, you know, uh, for profit when water should be a free and precious resource for everyone, right? And it's interesting that uh, this water... Uh, one of these uh, documentaries I was watching, you know, uh, uh, Nestle, that uh, big uh, multinational food company, you know, is is um, drilling these wells in in parts of Africa, and that's where they're getting this water from, and and you know, bottling it, and the people around them. The people around there are living in poverty, you know, and this is um, this is quite interesting to me. But at the same time, those people that that lived uh, by these wells that Nestle had had um, had uh, dug and and to get the water up, you know, they're living uh, a life that of of simplicity, you know, uh, of uh, where they, they, they don't, a lot of things are not complicating their lives like the things are in North America, you know, and, and I, and I, and I see how people live in those countries is a very joyful at times compared to the joy that are, the joy, joylessness that we have often in North America, you know, um, they, they, most of their time that they use, that they have in, in these, uh, third world countries, you know, they, they have to work manual labor pretty much all day. They don't have the same comforts that we have, the same relaxations that we have, the same, uh, you know, like vacations and, and houses and cars and everything else that we have in this world today, but yet they can live joyous lives with their families, 
with their, you know, townspeople, with the people around them. So how is this, you know, I was just uh, reflecting upon that and saying, well, why is sometimes joy missing from our society here today in North America? So I think one of the things that we have to realize is that material comforts, money, our possessions don't necessarily give us as much joy as we think they do. Um, you know, what, what, what gives us the most joy in the world? What gives us the most happiness? And for mo- for most people in the world who don't have what we have, it's certainly not material possessions. It's certainly not the things that we strive for and work for and, and, and want and, you know, pay so much money for. And it's, it's an interesting paradox really that about that, that the people who have the least in the world could possibly be the happiest. And the people that have the most in the world are often the ones that are the least happy. <laughs> very interesting when you think of it that way. You know, very interesting. And I'm not saying that uh, people in other countries don't have their struggles and don't have their um, you know sad times of their life too and their tragic events in life. Of course they do, like everyone else in the world. We all go through our ups and downs. We all go through our um, times of despair, times of of uh, melancholy, times of depression. But what I'm saying is that, you know, it's often the the people who have the most that are not happy because they want more and more and more. And they eventually will find out that the more we have, the less happy we are because we're always striving for something more, always striving for more and more possessions that we, we, we should know are not going to cause, give us that joy that uh, God can give us. So going back to, you know, how do we remain joyful all through the year from that joy that the Christmas event gave to us? And I, I think it's important to know that Jesus uh, came into this world um, not as a political king, not as someone who uh, wanted to um, have power and uh, or political power, political control over people, but he came into the world as a servant, as uh, someone who gave his life for the rest of the people. And you might wonder, well, how can you get joy from being a servant to other people? How can you have joy from being someone who um, 
you know, gives their life up for someone else. But really, that is where we will get the most joy in this life, by serving one another, by uh, making other people happy besides this trying to gain our own happiness. And you, you often hear in, in our generation today, in our world, where we are teaching the young people, telling them advice like, well, do whatever makes you happy. Do whatever uh, satisfies you. Do whatever feels good in your life. Well, <laughs> not necessarily because we have to remember that we still have, um, we still have to serve God first. And by serving God, we are serving one another in our day to day actions. So making ourselves happy by being selfish making ourselves happy by being uh, preoccupied with what we have in this world is not going to make us eternally happy in the end because that is not what life is really all about. Life is, is about uh, that Chris, uh, bringing that Christmas spirit to other people that joy that God is with us always, that joy that we, by, by the God's love for us, we can spread God's love to other people through our actions and our prayers for others. And uh, that's not really taught much in our world today, is it? You know, it's not really... Um, um, something that you hear in the media in the in the schools in the in our world at large uh, people don't want to hear that we have to sacrifice for one another to gain eternal happiness or to gain joy in the world but it is interesting that since covid started you know, and, and, and so many people have, um, have, have had to change their lives, had to change their ways of doing things every day that, you know, the, the statistics, uh, have shown that, um, that many people are now suffering depression, that many people are now suffering from um, addictions, alcoholism, divorces are up, uh, marriage breakdowns, and this many, many different things that are happening in our world today, um, you know, as a result of COVID. And that got me thinking again is to those, those things that people were so used to before that they relied on are not things that will bring happiness because once those things are taken away from us, once those possessions, 
once our, 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 the things that we love the most in this world, if all those things are taken away from us, then that means that they will, they are not things that really are truly things that will bring us joy. Because the things that will bring us joy are things that are beyond materialistic, you know. The, the things that bring us joy have to be things that will last beyond this world, you know. And what, what lasts beyond this world is our eternal souls. And our eternal souls will only find happiness in the heavenly kingdom. So what I'm trying to get at here is that, yes, we can use the things of this world. The things, that the possessions, the, the resources of this world are for every person in this world, not just for a select few. Everyone has to share our resources. Everyone has to share our natural resources and materials that we have in this world. And we know, unfortunately, you know, there's that 80-20 rule that 80% of the world's resources are used by 20% of the population of the world and 20% of the, uh, of the population of the world are use 80% of the resources. So that's not necessarily a good number. But again, um, you know, if those people who have less can still find joy, can still find happiness in this world, that means that the materials of this world are not going to give us everlasting joy. Only our love of God and our love for one another in this world can do that, you know. So yeah, this is a, a something that many people do not think about. So how do we um, continue to have that Christmas joy in our hearts? How do we continue to have that um, that that love of neighbor, that love of of giving ourselves to one another, sacrificing our time, sacrificing our material possessions, you know, sacrificing everything to gain that eternal joy that is, uh, you know, the salvation in heaven. Well, again, we have to look at those who have less than us, those who are finding happiness just in their everyday uh, relationships in this in their everyday life, happy with what God has given them in their lives, and not uh, being materialistic, not being selfish, and wanting more and more and more, and, and and knowing that those things that they don't have are not gonna be important in order to gain the heavenly kingdom. So, yes, we have to take care of our poor. We have to make sure everyone in the world has enough food to eat, enough resources, enough to uh, clothe themselves, adequate housing, adequate water, 
you know, health care, all that stuff, all that is very important. There's no doubt about it. But eventually, it comes to a point where we were so oversaturated with things that all those possessions in our midst are not going to bring us joy anymore. You know, and, and we go back to um, that. Uh, there's a few gospel stories that we can remember uh, that tells us this, you know, uh, the, the, the rich man who came to Jesus and Jesus said to give everything up and follow him. And he went away unhappy because he had so many resources, so many possessions. And then also that that a foolish man who, you know, uh, tore down his his granaries and built brand brand new ones to store all his grain. And he said he was going to feast and 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 live off what he had in life and didn't need anyone else. And God take took his very life that night. You know, so I, I think. Biblically, we have a lot of examples where possessions, um, where it shows possessions do not bring us joy. Possessions do not bring us eternal happiness. Only the love of God in our life can do that. So thank you for listening today. God bless you, and I will talk to you again very soon.